Greater than this charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith and a good conscience, which some having rejected, concerning the faith have suffered shipwreck. 1 Timothy 1 18-19. The Fight. We are currently answering seven questions about the spiritual battle Christians find themselves fighting every day. In our last study we looked at the battleground and the players on the field of battle. We now move to the strategy of war. Greater than most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All whoever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. John 10 1-18. Jesus gave us vital insight into how Satan fights Dash. Satan is a thief and robber. Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. Satan approaches sheep deceptively. Satan catches the sheep and scatters them. Battle lost. We see Satan's strategy from his first encounter with God's sheep Dash. Greater than now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Genesis 3 1-7. Do you see how what Satan did in the garden with Adam and Eve is identical to the thief and robber Jesus described in John 10? Satan came to Adam and Eve for the purpose of stealing, killing and destroying. That is always his purpose. Satan entered into the garden deceptively for the purpose of scattering God's sheep. That's Satan's strategy then and now. Understanding how Satan works will help us as we fight against him and his evil empire, principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this age, and spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places, Ephesians 6 12. What does Satan steal, Greek, klepto, and how does he steal it? 
What did Satan steal from Adam and Eve? Several things come to mind, but I think most important was the pure relationship they had with God. How did Satan do that? Through deception. Greater than so the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world, he was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Revelation 12 9. Satan is currently deceiving the whole world. That's everyone, including Christians. How do I know that? Because Jesus warned his disciples about Satan's deceptions. Greater than now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming, and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Matthew 24 3-5. Greater than. Greater than then if anyone says to you, Look, here is the Christ. Or there. Do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I have told you beforehand. Matthew 24-23-25. The Apostle Paul warned believers how they can be deceived. This is not a complete list, but should give us a good idea of the deceptive methods the enemy uses in his attacks on Christians. Greater than now I urge you, brethren note those who cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you learned, and avoid them. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by smooth words and flattering speech deceive the hearts of the simple. Romans 16 17-18. Greater than. Greater than for I am jealous for you with godly jealousy. For I have betrothed you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he who comes preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit which you have not received, or a different gospel which you have not accepted, you may well put up with it. 2 Corinthians 11 2-4. Greater than. Greater than but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you, as is fitting for saints, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore do not be partakers with them. Ephesians 5 3-7. Greater than. Greater than for I want you to know what a great conflict I have for you and those in Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of man, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. For in Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in Him, who is the head of all principality and power. Now this I say lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words. Colossians 2 1-4, 8-10. Greater than. Greater than now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to Him, we ask you, too not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as it from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. 
Do you not remember that when I was still with you I told you these things? And now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work, only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, ten and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason God will send them strong delusion, that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. 2 Thessalonians 2 1-12. Greater than. Greater than now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron forbidding to marry, and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. 1 Timothy 4 1-3. Greater than. Greater than but know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And from such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambers resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth, men of corrupt minds, disapproved concerning the faith, but they will progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all, as theirs also was. But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured. And out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. 2 Timothy 3. Why did I share these words from the Apostle Paul with you? Because if you are not really involved in fighting the spiritual battle, you may have been deceived. I know that's blunt, but it's true. If we are not heavily involved in the spiritual battle with Satan and his forces, a battle God tells us where and whether we want to be or not, we may have been deceived. We may also have made that choice for reasons we believe are good, but that doesn't make it right not to obey Christ. Let me be quick to add that I have also been deceived, we all have. Greater than for we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God our Saviour toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us, through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Saviour, that having been justified by His grace we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Titus 3 3-7. Paul says he was once foolish, disobedient and deceived, but then he was saved. Salvation brings cleansing and renewing. 
we can start fresh with minds that are alive with knowledge and understanding. However, as Paul and other apostles make clear, we are in a battle with the great deceiver and liar. Greater than why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. John 8:43-45. So, how do we deal with Satan's deceptions and lies? Greater than be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. 1 Peter 5 8-9. Greater than. Greater than therefore submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. James 4 7. Be sober. Be vigilant. Satan walks about like a roaring lion, seeking for people to devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith. Submit to God, resist the devil. Battle 1. We have another example of Satan's war strategy when he tempted Jesus in the wilderness. First, notice Satan's tactics from Matthew chapter 4 Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Satan's strategy is the same as with Adam and Eve- Satan came to Jesus for the purpose of stealing, killing and destroying. Satan came to Jesus deceptively for the purpose of scattering God's sheep by attacking the great shepherd. What we find different is how Jesus responded to Satan- But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan. For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and Him only you shall serve. Jesus demonstrated how to win the battles against Satan's strategy and the result was that the devil left him. The Apostle John addressed the spiritual war strategy this way- Greater than do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father but is of the world. And the world is passing away and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. 1 John 2 15-17. The Challenge. In a previous post we raised seven questions for Christians to consider- 1. Why has God placed you in this spiritual battle? 2. What's at stake in this spiritual battle? 3. Are you really involved in fighting in this spiritual battle? 4. If not, why not? 5. If so, how is the battle going for you? 6. What part does evangelistic apologetics play in this spiritual battle? 7. What part are you playing in evangelistic apologetics? We will now address number 4, if not, why not? Being made in the image and likeness of God includes making decisions. God is free to make decisions and so are we. Being involved in the spiritual battle or sitting on the sidelines is our decision. Remember that Eve was deceived while Adam wasn't. Adam made a decision not to fight, not to do battle with the lies of Satan. We have all of the information we need to make the right decision concerning the spiritual battle. Adam made the wrong decision. Jesus made the right decision. 
We have an advantage in knowing the history of these decisions and how everything will benefit us through the gracious gift of eternal life. Why then would we decide not to fight? Greater than therefore, as through one man's offense judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation, even so through one man's righteous act the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. Moreover the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace abounded much more, so that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5 18-21. Christians will be with Christ forever. What we experience in this life on earth is just the first leg of an eternal journey. Knowing what our future will be, why would we not do what our Lord asks us to do? Greater than then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. 1 Thessalonians 4:17. If you are really involved in the battle, we thank you. If you are not involved in the battle, we need you. This thing is tough and we need every hand on deck, every fighter wearing full armor and wielding shield and sword and dash. Greater than praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the Gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Ephesians 6:18-20. In the next part of this series, we will look at question number 5, if so, how is the battle going for you? Scripture taken from the New King James Version. Copyright 1982 by Thomas Nelson. Used by permission. All rights reserved.